Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I'm not commenting on that until I'm ready to comment on it. Jake Bakoven. You watch the game. You figure it out, huh? What do you think? Tom and Bach starts now. You're back. Oh, there it is. Yep, it was there for a second. Now it's gone. Are we back? All right. I can ne- not hear it at this point in my headset, but we are at Tailgate Tuesday. Stop by either Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A location. We are at the one at 48th and O. Also one at South Point, and use your Chick-fil-A app to order or scan to get rewards points, and you'll be registered to win a free tailgate meal for 15 people. That's nuggets, fresh fruit, iced tea, or lemonade, and the winner will be drawn and contacted uh, tomorrow. Uh, reports out of uh, South Stadium that Ramir Johnson is ready to go, Yeah, good uh, which is good, uh, suffering from or going through uh, concussion protocol, I believe, uh, recently. Uh, but that's that's check that off the list. Obviously, Nebraska needs Ramir Johnson. I think he's proven that he's the key to that running back room right now. Well, I think Nebraska might have won that game if Ramir didn't get banged up. You remember Yant stumbling um, at the yeah. at the goal line. Yeah. Uh, I think Ramir would have got that carry and probably would have brought it in there for his third red zone rushing touchdown of the week. So, I mean, maybe he's maybe he's your answer to your red zone problems. Yeah. Did get two rushing touchdowns in the red zone last week before being knocked out of the game. Um, 
you know, and that's that's encouraging, not just on his behalf, but of course the offensive line. That's a lot about execution and just uh, running forward down there. Well, I thought that uh, I thought Jacquez Yant would be the answer to the red zone problems in general, uh, but he's still a freshman and he's still growing and, and getting the the system down. And he stumbled in that play the week before, I believe, against Michigan. He hit Adrian yeah, uh, in the backfield, him. ran into him. Uh, so he's still got a ways to go, and maybe we believe Scott Frost when he says some guys are practicing better at you know than others, and uh, it's a week by week thing with the running back room. It's been discouraging, uh, but it's nice also to know that Ramirez at least stepped up and been the good the guy because he's the most versatile by far of all the running backs. When he's, and I mean, he's clearly the guy at this point, and he's you know um, you know been leading them and had an excellent game, especially out of the backfield receiving against Michigan. Um, and you wondered, you know, without his health being one hundred percent, you know, where would they go? Would they would they go back to Yant? Because yeah. um, he's too, seems to be due green. Marquis Step hasn't seen the field in a long time. Seven Morrison only gets a snap or two every Saturday now. So um, Ramirez taking that role. Uh, and, and Nebraska's uh, much better with him in it. Um, so it's good to see that him, him be healthy for this game. Like we said, uh, you know, Purdue's pretty banged up for the game. Deontay Williams isn't going to be in it. So uh, it, it's, it's, sometimes it's just, you know, who's healthiest going into the game. Um, and Nebraska's got an edge up at running back position. Uh, Purdue, by the way, only has one scholarship running back. So but, Purdue's yeah, going through their own running back. Yeah, problems. was it Horvath uh, that was the starter earlier? In the, but they never gave him the ball. Yeah, they don't run anyway. They don't run anyway. <laughs> uh, they they might as well just put a wide receiver at tailback and just have him go in motion and go up for a pass anyway. I mean, uh, that, it's literally like that. They have one scholarship running back uh, remaining right now. So their running back room is a mess. But then again, they don't really use the running back at a high level anyway. Uh, Sean Clifford, according to Jane, or uh, Franklin, uh, Mr. Franklin says that he will be available 100% for the Ohio State uh, game this weekend. He also called his he called the the horseshoe the big house. Uh oh, <laughs> talk um, about getting the rivalry going. Yeah, I wonder if he, his mind is somewhere else at this point. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio State fans are not going to like that. That's a that's a, that's a, the, one of the biggest disrespectful yeah. things you can say yeah. to them. Uh, you know, obviously they would refer. What do they call the? Is it Michigan or Ohio State that calls them the team up north? I guess I'd have to think uh, of my Brady geography. Brady Ho- didn't Brady Hoke start that? I don't know yeah. if, if uh, Michigan. He was Michigan, um, but. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't remember who started that. I think it's yeah. uh, definitely definitely something that's been around for a while, though. That's a big mistake for James Franklin to make. I mean, that's bulletin board material right there. Yeah. I, I wonder if it was a legitimate mistake. I mean, cause, so, like, P.J. Fleck uh, definitely was waiting after the game to dig Nebraska for the comments yeah. that, that they had made or Frost had made at Big Ten Media Days about, you know. Sloganeering. The, the, the sloganeering <laughs> thing. Uh, those guys know what they're saying in most cases. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason that they do it. Uh, but, you know, it's possible that he just said, uh, we're going to the big house, and it was really the horseshoe. Well, and he, uh, and he probably did this after knowing Sean Clifford was healthy and ready to go because if they yeah. had to run with that backup quarterback, I wouldn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> he's, oh, he's a struggle. Oh, they've got backup quarterback. They have, they've got offensive problems. Oh, their, yeah. their offense is just bad right now. Uh, they've not been able to run it really much all year, but Clifford had a 400-yard passing game. Uh, he's been able to throw it, uh, and they've got some good receivers, but uh, their running game has been really bad. They're kind of similar to Nebraska uh, with a better passing game than Nebraska has. Yeah, it's it's too cool, like the parallels between Sean Clifford and, and Adrian Martinez, both guys that were benched 
yeah. for the Penn State game last year. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, and both of them have fought back and become two of the better big, you know, quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Unfortunately for Nebraska, Clifford has done so in winning uh, games and, you know, propelling Penn State to the top ten and, and Nebraska still come up short. But nevertheless, Adrian Martinez leads the league in passing yards and leads the league in rushing yards for quarterbacks. Can we go back through the, the running back room again briefly? Because I, I still think it's amazing that Ramir Johnson is the guy. Uh, when he wasn't a guy that ever talked to the media in the offseason, uh, he was the smaller back that you thought maybe there's a place for him on third down because he's good in pass pro, and that was always the thing about him. He is good in pass yeah. pro, and he could catch passes out of the backfield. I thought he was nothing more than that. Um, and now he's taken the lead, and Jacquez Yant, who was a guy that we did think maybe was in the conversation uh, in spring ball because we saw him in the spring game, and he's really good. Um but there's no way we thought either of those guys would be one and two. Uh, we thought Marquis Step. There's only one, one reason you go to the transfer portal and go get a guy like that. Uh, you're going to start him. Uh, and then he had the foot injury, and we get that. Uh, and then he had the game. Was it against Fordham that he ran for over 100 yards? Yeah. Uh, so that was his big game. We thought, okay, there's your guy. That's the guy that stepped up. Uh, and then it turned out to not be the case. Uh, and then we thought, if it's not him, it's probably Savion Morrison. And he's gotten his opportunities, and it's been okay at times. But Ramir Johnson, not even, no even sniff of Marvin Scott the Third, who I thought was a possibility. Well, and, and I, it's it's good to finally see. And it was because it's not just this year. I mean, uh, the, the running back musical chairs has been the Scott Frost era ever since they began with Greg Bell instead of Devon uh, Zigbo. Uh, and then, of course, there was swapping back and forth between Maurice Washington and uh, and, and 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 Dedrick Mills. Uh, and, you know, maybe they didn't start Dedrick early enough or get him going early enough there. And then, you know, this year. So, I mean, it's a position that we kind of thought with Scott Frost coming in, you know, that's going to be a big one when they get their playmakers, um, watch out. And they just haven't – hasn't taken off. Uh, I think Mills has been good in, in – was good in games. Zigba obviously had his run. Uh, and Maurice Washington had a few games there. And now, now Ramirez kind of taking his step. I hope to see some consistency there. Um, but in order to do that, you, you know, you want to move up to – the all Big Ten type of mm. realm. I don't know if Ramirez there, but I, you know, I, I, in, in, in in past weeks it was just kind of like, oh, he, okay, he's taking mm. the job, you know, so what's the next step? Is this kind of who he is? And then that Michigan game really kind of stood out. And then again, two red zone touchdowns last week. Maybe he can take his game even to a higher level yeah. to just being the starter and kind of sitting or, you know, uh, sharing that for this week. And we don't know how much yeah. that's going to be uh, our long-term thing into being a legit, you know, Big Ten running back by season's end where people say, okay, that, you know, that's a guy return. That's a weapon for Nebraska. And sometimes the light just turns on for certain guys uh, for – I think Ramir, it was he wasn't just going hard all the time, and that was a frustration that Scott Frost had talked about sometimes in practice. They had to remind him, you know, you need to go full bore. You're you're a speed guy. Hit that hole quickly. And I think uh, at some point it became a habit for him. And maybe the light went on at you know after the Gabe Irvin injury yeah. to a certain degree. Because I do wonder if it would have if Gabe Irvin had not gotten injured. I think that he was a, definitely a guy that was going to continue to play. I don't see that Gabe Irvin would have just disappeared into the night like a couple of other right. guys have on the roster. Life is back on Sports Betters and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS 
BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. A little bit, at least. I think he would have been a, a guy that would have still gotten his snaps. But, you know, next man up, uh, Ramir is definitely the guy that benefited from that mentality. Next man up. Um, I, I did want to mention uh, this because you mentioned it to me. Um, obviously, Adrian didn't run the ball. What was it? Minus 17 yards against Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, I rushing. think 11 on that safety. Yeah, uh, 11 <laughs> on the safety, minus, minus 17 overall. Yeah. It's obvious that he was banged up, and we know that Nebraska had gone eight straight weeks playing football games without a break, and finally they get a bye this or last week, and now they're into preparation week for Purdue. But it makes you think, I mean, when Nebraska was really clicking, they were running for over 400 yards against Northwestern. And a big part of that was the option attack with Adrian. Either he keeps it or he flips it or he runs for a few and he flips it. Um, it would nice to, be nice to see that version of the Nebraska offense that we saw against Northwestern show up again this week against a, you know, a team that it's a winnable game. It's Purdue week. Winnable yeah. game. <laughs> um, it feels like a winnable game with Nebraska favored by seven. How much more do you think we'll see of Adrian running the football? Uh, I don't know. I'm not confident. I mean, Scott Frost said he's 100%. I don't believe that. I mean, I, based on the fact that he's kind of been yeah. nursing that jaw for a while, um, you know, but I, I, I think we'll see it in the play calling. I'll believe he's 100% if we see, you know, six, seven designed runs for him or getting the option running yeah. a little bit too um, for him. So um, I don't know if I completely believe it. Um, Adrian was even talking the other day about, uh, uh, you know, at certain times avoiding contact, not taking the big hit. I think that's gets to some Husker fans sometimes when he'll kind of just run out of bounds when he could get yeah. an extra yard or two. Um, but he, he's, I mean, especially last year and the years prior, he knew he was going to have a lot more pops coming his way. He was going to have a lot more attempts uh, and, and some big hits to take running up the middle because the offense was so based around him running. Um, you, you take that out against Minnesota, and it's just not as dynamic. You know, there's not – I mean, that's just an element of a game no yeah. defensive coordinator wants to think about is a running quarterback. Um, so it's it's something that if Nebraska's offense is going to be that top 15 offense, right. you know, that top 20 offense that they have, the, the total offense numbers, you have to have that threat available to you. And, again, I, I'm usually a wait till I see it to have a guy. Of course, you're going to say mm. he's healthy. I think he's healthy. Just 100% sounds like uh, – Sounds like a lot to recover in just two weeks. Well, and if you're wondering when it happened, look at the end of that Michigan game where he fumbles, uh, and there are three guys uh, reaching for the ball and trying to jab it out, and then you have Aiden Hutchinson going for the ankle, and he twists the ankle, and the next week, Adrian wasn't the same. Um, So it's not, you know, getting hit. You know, because he's he's run really well even after the jaw injury or whatever happened yeah. uh, in that play versus Michigan State. Uh, he's been running the ball really well, but at the end of that Michigan game, you saw where it might have happened, and it hasn't been quite the same running the football since. Uh, and that you're right; it's a big part of the Nebraska offense. I would wish that they didn't rely on it so much, uh, but the best plays are in most cases, or in many cases, Adrian just ad libbing uh, and yeah. running for 70 yards for a touchdown. And that's fine, and you hope to see that too. Um, 
and and like you said, sometimes that's the best play available. But a, a designed runs is really what I oh, want yeah, to yeah. see. To don't know that he's healthy is that the the you know Frost and staff will say, yeah, he's so healthy. In fact, that we'll bring that back into the game plan because again, you might not like relying on it so much, but it's a headache to to right. you add that element in there. It's just another thing to worry about as a defensive coordinator. Well, and that's a big thing that uh, Jeff Brom has talked about, and I'm sure he'll be the next coach after the game to whisper in Adrian's ear. Uh, it's happened with Pat Fitzgerald. It's happened with P.J. Fleck. And I'm sure yeah. it'll be the whole thing down the road. Like that, all the coaches will – that'll be a thing after the game. They go whisper to Adrian <laughs> and say whatever they I say. I think it's a sign of respect uh, to him, but we take it as they're just trying to recruit him. Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. I don't know what Jeff Brown would just say, hey, I won't bench you like I bench all these other guys. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, well, I don't think Day is probably going to whisper in his ear other than nice game. Yeah. Uh, P.J. Fleck, you questioned his motives. Uh, <laughs> Northwestern's for tough for anybody to get into, even a guy as smart as Adrian. So he's yeah. probably not going to go there. So you narrow it down. If Kirk Ferentz whispers in his ear, I'm going to be really angry oh, at the yeah. end of the year. Could you imagine? <laughs> all, of all the possibilities I haven't thought of is Adrian suiting up in an Iowa uniform. That'd be That's not going to happen. <laughs> but that would be crazy. Oh, that would be crazy. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm one of the guys that hopes he comes back, but oh, yeah. uh, would totally understand that he would want to go through these daily conversations and have to listen to on listen to message boards or read message boards, listen to the radio, listen, listen to, to us, us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, listen to us and our crappy comments about him. And I and I feel like I've been a fan of Adrian. Yeah. So if you weren't a fan, then maybe the conversation wouldn't even be that nice. But man, that that conversation, and and we've kind of had it here and there throughout the season. It's not, not really the time or place for yeah. it, but it's so interesting. And when this season does wrap up and it's time to make that decision, man, is that going to be big? I mean, it it, it, it I mean, really impacts a, a you know a lot of the thought process with the Frost right. regime moving forward, and you know. There's so many different thoughts there that I think I think that either way we can spin it win-win regardless of what happens. Um, but it's uh, it certainly would change the trajectory or at least, you know, the, the kind of vision for next year's team. Yeah, well, if they decided they want him back, you just go to a business and say, you know, this guy would sponsor your business. Uh, he'll tweet about it or whatever. Yeah. And it's the new legal way uh, to keep guys in college football that you want to, you know, keep around – uh, for your senior year, and in this case, a fifth year uh, for Adrian. He's probably not the most draftable guy as well. Right. So uh, the two options for Adrian, at least as of now, are probably stay at Nebraska or go to the transfer portal and play his you know, final year somewhere else. And he would be a guy that would be heavily in demand oh, yeah. for any school that would want a quality quarterback and a difference maker. Half those coaches in the Big Ten – uh, would say yes to a guy like Adrian Martinez, the guys that are whispering in his ear. Yeah. But it wouldn't be just those guys. He would be in demand wherever he decided to go. Uh, but he could also you know, stay and be a bigger hero um, and earn a little extra cash at Nebraska, maybe more than some other teams would be willing to pay. Yeah, I think that's really going to help in the discussion as far yeah. as that goes, is that Nebraska businesses will probably step up and help yeah. a little more than maybe you would at uh, – at uh, Minnesota, wherever you might have you, but um, you know, it also is just—it's interesting to me. You know, would you would he want to stick with Frost? Frost is stuck with him this whole yeah. time, or maybe he still holds a grudge for benching him for Luke McCaffrey. Yeah. Who knows? But you know, Frost is stuck with him this whole time. Um, uh, would would there be kind of that loyalty shown, or would it just be you know what? 
I've done all I can for Nebraska. I, I just want to write a little bit of a legacy somewhere else, go have fun somewhere else, um, explore the world, whatever. I mean, uh, it's just, it's just going to be fascinating because he's got a lot of options. Like you said, draftability might not be the one that we think of right now, but maybe he wants to give that shot too. I mean, there's a lot of people that go into the draft and, and people don't believe in him, but they believe in themselves and they make a um, career out of it. So, uh, you know, it, it, it'll just be fascinating to see. But certainly there's, there's no doubt about this. Nebraska's in a much better position right now with him at quarterback um, than not having him available for these games. By the way, I will make a prediction that Ryan Day will be the ear whisperer of all the coaches. Because I, I don't see Paul Chris doing it. He doesn't seem like an ear whispering guy. <laughs> uh, nor does uh, Ferentz. Yeah. I don't think either of those guys. And plus, there's a rivalry going on. It's right around that time of year. You're playing for a trophy. He'll be running to the trophy to pick up if he wins it. <laughs> or he'll just be lollygagging to the, the locker room thinking, man, how we'd not win the trophy. Man, we can make fun of those trophies, by the way, all we want. But I how sweet would it be to get the Heroes or Freedom Trophy this that's year? That's the only one I, I think, like. I think we should parade it downtown. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. we just can't get those trophies. No, no. And for years and years, we need one of them. It, I'll take them both. Uh, but you're right. I, I don't like the trophy games in the Big Ten, but if you're going to play for something, play for Heroes or Freedom. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> that, that that's something to play for because I'm kind of all on board in that. Um, but I, it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm just wondering if any more coaches will whisper in the ear of Adrian Martinez because uh, I, I predict that guy will be Ryan Day and not Paul Christ or Kirk Ferentz. But you don't. But Ryan Day probably doesn't need Adrian. No, I just see him as a he's he seems like he's that engaging. engaging guy. Yeah, I, I think it'll be just that uh, because you know they're probably going to win. You know, and he's going to go. Well, Adrian's probably leaving, so I'm going to go talk to him. These other two rivalry games, I don't see it as much. Yeah. That's just a, just a I don't much. know why I even predict that because it's <laughs> it's such a silly thing to predict. Um, we we've yet to do box tops, have we? That's right. Uh, so can we get to break and we'll do box tops? And we'll do that coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.